You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. We are the Guys in Shorts King Show. Since we last talked, we hired a new coach, signed some new players, we created some new speculation. The Reigns playoff run came to an end in the most fitting way possible, and apparently Chris Hansen doesn't work for Chicago or St. Louis because no one can catch a predator. There we are. So we're going to talk about it. I'm Dennis Wilson. That is James Whitlock. Four. And Jordan Heckman. I've personally played six rounds of golf since the Kings last played hockey. <laughs> really? Yeah. Good yeah. on you, buddy. Because it's the cup. <laughs> because it's the beer. All right, now that we've all had a sip. So, new coach. I called it. I'm just going to say it. I called that shit. John anyone, Stevens. Anyone with coach. two eyes with the ability to read could have called that day. It was the oh, obvious come call. On. Come on. It was the obvious call. I'm the one that said it, so I called it. So screw you okay. guys. Right, fair enough. Win to you. There we go. G- good for you for being premature. <laughs> <laughs> that is a problem. <laughs> but he's, seen, he's seen someone for it, so we should be good. All right. So what do you think? I think we're moving forward in the way that the fans want to see the team move forward. I think we're going to see um, see some of the things that we've all been saying for the last year, um, last two years, start to take place. There might have been some obstruction in the way of that happening and, and uh, just in old mindsets, but the game's changing, and I think we are too. So I completely agree with that, and I'm also here to play devil's advocate. Um, oh, boy. The devil's in the details. Anyways, uh, I feel like sometimes maybe that John Stevens is a little too defensive forward. He was a defenseman himself when he played hockey in the AHL and the NHL, and he pushed he pushed a defense first agenda well, when he was playing for Philadelphia as well. Well, he was also in charge of our defense. Exactly. <laughs> That's a big right. one too. Meh. Well, I, but he's already come out and said that we need to score more goals. Yeah. And we need to find ways to do that. That's the, our focus. The thing that I like about this, though, is that he is defensive-minded. He has been in charge of the defense, so that part of it's not going to change. Yeah, correct. And that's – I said it. I think we all agreed that we need to continue – that defense first, but we just need to find more ways to score, which is exactly what he's talking about doing. Yeah. And against my own point, being devil's advocate, is when they came out with Rob Blake being um, the GM, or sorry, when they came out with John Stevens being the head coach, they came out with a plan. They they didn't say, oh, we need to score more goals. They say, hey, we're going to score more goals by doing this. Right. So that I'm not too worried about. And I think... Whichever assistant coach we decide to hire, whoever that may be, that's going to speak volumes in the in the direction of the, the way this team's going to go. Now, I think in Philly, when he was coaching, wasn't that one of their more higher scoring years? Yes. Yeah. So I mean, I think I think the scoring increased when he was there, which which yeah, but they were also that. garbage beforehand. So that, I mean, it's it's kind of hard to say. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. That is true. Now, I think it's. The the whole staff, like the front office, just seems to be speaking our language now. Like the things that we've been complaining about all year in the past couple of years, not scoring all that stuff. It seems like everybody's on the same page, and I know other people have pointed that out. There's alignment there. Page forty two for people taking notes at home. Is that the page? Yeah, I thought it was forty three. Oh shit! Either way, uh, that that can only mean good things for the organization. Yeah. It, you know, there's been lots of talk since uh, 
the end of the season, since Lombardi got let go, Sutter got let go, that no one was really on board with what Sutter was doing anymore. And that was something that was very well hidden, Which I think. The nostalgia guy in me wants to say, come on, guys, let's just let him go off and, and let's hold his legacy high. But at the same time... It's a business. It's a business. It yeah. really is. And we can't think that way. And and I like the fact that there's a lot of chatter and there's they're basically owning up to um, what they need to, to say... Their own downfalls in the Yeah, past. we're going we're sure. to make a difference and we're going to make this team the team that you deserve. The best way to better yourself is to realize what your mistakes were, and I think they've done that. Which is hilarious because last year, Lombardi said, we're stripping it down... And I'm talking to everybody in every position to say that we can't live off our legacy and we have to forget who we were and redesign who we are. And uh, it sounded like he was he had made that change last year. And that's how we were going to come into it kind of makes you wonder uh, if he was just saying that to keep his job. Um, because he knew that his contract was coming up and Phil Anschutz was maybe wanting to go in a different direction. And uh Obviously, that wasn't the case. But, I mean, none of those changes that he talked about, and I was high on it. You were. None of those changes ever happened, and it just kept, like, we're doing the same exact thing. But Devin said a Gucci. I wanted I want, <laughs> Sorry. I wanted that to be. <laughs> you, to be who brought that? Did serious, you bring like, that story in? No, that no, wasn't I did. me. You did? I wanted that. After it hearing that so story. Good. Rob Blake was involved. I wanted yeah. that to be like, man, this guy got a second chance. Yeah. Here he is. Former first rounder. On top of the world. Wah, wah. Yeah, no. Sorry, buddy. Did you guys hear that Lombardi actually wanted to let Sutter go after 2015? Yes. No, I and, did not. And uh, ownership. Phil Anschutz said no. He's earned enough respect and he's earned another shot. What happened to that handshake that we heard about that uh, as long as I'm here, you're here? Daryl basically denied that in not so many words. <laughs> In, in his own typical fashion. Yeah. So. <laughs> At an Ontario rain game, too. Yeah, yeah. No, no <laughs> Watching yeah. his son play. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very, very interesting uh, interview. Uh, who who did that? Was it uh, John it was Hoven? Hoven. Yeah. yeah, John Hoven. Yeah, it's, it's a very extensive, and there's some pretty quality Daryl Sutter gems in t- inside that. It's like, and you can hear the whole thing in his voice, too. It's hilarious. You guys yeah. should go check out mayorsmanor.com and look that up. It's from, uh, what, two or three weeks ago, maybe? Yeah, it was like one of the, the first playoff games or something like yeah. that. And it, it, he, they go into a like, lot of detail, like, what's your take on getting let go? Yeah. And... You know, everybody talking about scoring and this, that, and the other. And he's and basically saying, like, props. we scored more goals than we did in 2012 this year. We won the cup that year. Yeah. So it's not that. It's the fact that everybody got We also got had Slava Voinov back then, but. Yeah, that's true. That's another story for yeah. the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so um, with, as we close the book on Sutter, is your fly at 11 pin still wearable at uh, King's Absolutely. James? Hell Yes, I think everybody as as if there's ever an article or someone talking about the reason that Sutter got let go and Lombardi got let go. Like, first of all, we're going to start off by saying these two deserve respect. They brought two cups, like this, that, and the other. Like, we're not taking that away from them. Nope. But there's other reasons why. Sure. Yeah. So the 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 respect is going to be there. You you rock that pin forever. I'm not going to lie. I pulled my charging cable out of my junk drawer today to charge my iPad, and the flight 11 pin was sitting there and I literally giggled out loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's still great. It was just like a, <laughs> <laughs> it's still great. And quote. then I plugged my iPad and it was great. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Awesome. So have you guys heard any news about assistant coaches or anything? I've heard uh Southers from the rain being thrown around. He's going to be interviewed for it. Which I think that's pretty rightfully so. I mean, I, I think the philosophy is, is still to keep it inside the, actual organization um what he's done offensively for the rain i think is a good plus um personally i would like to see mike kitchen um just because his last name is kitchen (laughs) for no other reason than that um he just got fired from the blackhawks but he was another defensive forward guy so better in for the devils because then he could be like hell's kitchen oh (laughs) (laughs) i mean they've got the first pick of the draft who knows (laughs) yeah 
Well, so I, I haven't heard anybody else really. Other than Stuthers, I don't know, and really other than Stevens before he got hired, it was kind of the same way. So I, I, I wouldn't be at all surprised if we saw him. Yeah, there wasn't even a search for a head coach. They just interviewed Stevens, and that, that's it. Yeah, which was kind of surprising. They, didn't even they were sold. Yeah. I mean, the the, the 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 big guys that they were kind of looking at, like Hitchcock and stuff like that, had already signed. Um, what's his face? Uh, Bismol from Balsma. Balsma, whatever. Uh, former King. Um, hadn't been fired from the Sabres yet, which I don't think he still has. No, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's still looking to get fired. No, they're they're done. Really? Yeah. No, he he was looking for it and he got it. Yeah, he got what he wanted. <laughs> he got yeah. what he wanted. He took it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think I don't think it's a. Uh, I don't think it's crazy to see because you've got a guy that's already got the respect of the locker room. You don't have to build that. And he's he's strong where he needs to be, but I think he's open to listen to to his team. And a huge benefit to him is he knows Kempe, he knows Ledoux, he knows Brazinski. Like he's been their coach for the last two years. Like he's he's gonna know how to speak to them, he's gonna know how to get the most out of them. Um, so I think that's a plus. I mean, if we're still looking to build this whole Kings process where you know every level is still playing king's hockey yeah then uh it's smart to stay inside for a good portion of your of your of your coaching staff agree we'll see see if it plays out see if they bring him up i mean it kind of seems like they're going to so dennis care care to state the obvious and uh call it as yourself uh there you go we'll give it to you no go ahead i'll let you you have this one jordan I'm sitting here right now on the hate couch calling Stuthers as the new assistant Kings coach. I laugh that go. he says he does it from the hate couch because yeah. it's not going to happen now. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. know. <laughs> hate, hate, hate. Sorry, Kings fans. <laughs> Fuck that one up again. All right. Well, it's what you do. So uh, we got a couple, couple guys signed now. Yeah. Yeah. Blake's already making moves. Yep. Who do we pick what up, Jordan? What would we like to see? Um, blue cop? Red cop? Chaz Redcop. Chaz Redcop. You know, I'm Rent-a-cop? gonna be. I'm Rent-a-cop. gonna be. <laughs> Wait. So he, his name is Chaz, and he's a security officer. It's. I don't That's know. That's very to fitting, his name. actually. I don't know. He's a defenseman. I don't know how to pronounce his name. We'll find out. But he just got signed to a three-year entry-level deal. Three years. Three-year entry-level. Holy moly! How old is he? Uh, he's 20 years old. Okay. Well, that makes so, sense. So yeah. So well, that's that's basically a development deal. Other than what you just told me, I know nothing about him. Yeah. So uh, let's move on to Oscar Fattenberg because I know plenty <laughs> about him. Let's tell us. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, he signed a one-year ent- entry-level contract with the Kings. Uh, he's Swiss-born, twenty-five years old. He's a lefty. He's six foot, two hundred three pounds. <laughs> um, he registered two hundred or sorry, two hundred. Wow, that'd be amazing. He registered twenty-three points uh, in forty-four games for Hockey Club Sochi last year for the KHL, and was named to the two thousand and seventeen KHL All Star Team. You gotta How, admit, when he started reading this off, it sounded like he was reading this from like a dating site or something. I, I almost was like <laughs> stalker. <laughs> yeah. He's twenty-three and single. <laughs> you could tell all that he loves long window. walks at the beach <laughs> and loves playing with puppies. <laughs> Jordan's got his binoculars outside his house. <laughs> Does he have a dog? Because you know he's going to be at the dog park waiting for him. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, for sure. You Actually, have to have a dog if you so join the Kings. Speaking on this, um, I do have a confession to make. I was doing some research on him today, and uh, this was on the Kings Insider. And at the bottom, there was a video, and it said Cribs. I was like, oh, like MTV Cribs. Like, oh, cool. Right, right. So it was the Russian version of Cribs. Shut And it went around this guy's shitty Sochi apartment. <laughs> He's Fattenberg's? like, yeah, he's like, here's my unmade bed. Here's a picture of me scoring a goal. And it's all in Russian. And like his buddies are playing like Call of Duty on fucking Xbox. And like he like takes him to the kitchen. And it's this like little kitchenette with like two square feet of counter space. He's got like the tiniest like blender known to man, a toaster oven. And that's all you need. Yeah, exactly. And then he opens up his fridge. It's like, Coconut water and like egg whites in there, and that's and it. Vodka, right? No vodka, surprisingly. No vodka. Damn it, he's a Swiss. So okay. Oh, yeah. For some reason, I thought Russian for a second. Well, he that. played. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah. He played in the cage in Sochi, which is yay Olympics. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, so I, I just I was just sitting there. I couldn't understand a goddamn word. Although I will say, he showed um, in his closet. He has a collection of hats. And it's all American teams. It was uh, the Bruins, I want to say the Patriots, uh, the Chicago Cubs, the now Los Angeles Chargers, and 
the Dallas Cowboys. So I fucking love this guy. Oh, he's, he's my boy. Cowboys. Yep. Of course. We went all the way around through that crib story just to hear about a Cowboys you know their hat. logo, right? The, You're the star. <laughs> yeah. Their logo's a star, right? right. Yep. It's, it's not a- Very it's, good. It's a rating. It's one star. Fuck you. One star. <laughs> Agreed. Carries over to Dallas, too, by the way. Just the Dallas in, Stars. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Well, I mean, they were the Minnesota North Stars, but just ignore facts, James. Maybe, Anyways, yeah. the, the biggest plus that I found out about him. They're still a Texas team. Yeah. Yeah. With the one star in their one jersey. Star. Yeah. It's the logo. He's trying to deflect, deflect, I deflect. <laughs> go ahead, cowboy. Anyways, <laughs> you guys call me Cowboy from around. I'm going to fucking murder something. It's stuck. Jordan. Jordan the Cowboy. <laughs> Anyways, the biggest thing. You do like country. I that call you, Woody. Doesn't? I don't. Oh. Well, you have good taste in music, so. Anyways, the biggest thing that I found encouraging about him is he was personally scouted by Mike Fuda. Multiple times. So Mike Fuda last year went and traveled to Russia and to Europe the year before that, even when he was playing in Sweden and personally scouted this guy. So he's, he's had his eye on this guy for a while. And whether Dean or whatever who, who it was before wouldn't let him pull the trigger, now we're finally being able to do it. And I think we'll see some decent production out of him. So people are saying he's going to be the Swedish Eric Carlson. No, no fucking way. But if we get something out of him, that'd be great. Isn't Carlson Swedish? <laughs> That's just what I read today. I don't know. That would be great. <laughs> he might be. Or maybe it was the left-handed Eric Carlson. I don't know. I think he is killing tonight. I think he is. Sorry. Oh, it's been a hell of a day. You and your facts. <laughs> Dennis is killing. This, I'm just pulling this shit out of my head. It's I read I read stuff and then every now and then it comes out. You know, whatever. All right. All right so all right, moving on. I guess. <laughs> I like this. I like this pickup. It's. I think it energizes. Well, let's see. The team. See, you know, he's got a. It's low risk, high reward. Absolutely. Um, yeah. If he doesn't work out, he doesn't work out. We've got a bevy of other defensemen that can do their thing. Whether we trade him away or we trade somebody else away, if he works out, I think it's only in the King's best interest. And he's dirt cheap. Dirt. There you go. And if and if he doesn't work out and he plays in Ontario, it doesn't go against our cap hit. So yeah, no big exactly. deal. Exactly. I mean, we've seen his shitty apartment, so we don't have to offer him much. <laughs> <laughs> Literally everything in there was from Ikea. That's like my house. He's like, I get two rooms in here? <laughs> How did you know there was two rooms? God. All right, we're falling apart. Derail. First show back and we're falling apart. All right, so... Defoli and Pearson. Hey, I like those guys. We like those guys, right? Yeah. We want to resign those guys? Yep, absolutely. absolutely. I think we should. Dean didn't agree. Tell us more. Apparently, this is all come out. I've been re- reading Rosen articles here and like listening to interviews that he's done and uh kind of put this together and he hasn't like Rosen hasn't fully like called this out in this way. But it seems like Dean's priority was to trade either Toffoli or Pearson because he didn't think that he could resign both of them. So it was going to be extremely difficult. So a trade is likely, is what the way he put it. And then later on, he was trying to resign Bishop. That was one of his priorities was to resign Bishop. Sorry, that was just a, a, yeah. a gag reflex to what you just said. I know, right? Yeah. So how the hell? Are you going to do something like let Jones go and then a couple years later try and sign someone who is going to be more than Jones would have Aren't cost? Aren't you actively agreeing that you made a huge mistake at yeah. that point? Absolutely. <laughs> it seems like it. Especially when you use the word superhydra like they did in that article. <laughs> Rosen. The superhydra of goalies. <laughs> yeah. That's the. Cut that's one like, head off, Zadkoff shows up. Yeah. <laughs> that's not how Hydra works. Well, we'll talk more of Zadkoff later. Yeah, we mm-hmm. got stuff on him. That's that's true. I don't know. I, I I think that's very very interesting. And if that, how pissed would you have been if they would have done that? Oh, if they would they, have traded. They would have lost Pearson and then signed Bishop. They would have lost a extraordinarily amount of Kings fans if they would have done that because both the Foley and Pearson are fan favorites. Yeah. For their own perspective reasons, but and and the fact that they're both part of the '70s line, which yeah. is our like current line, yeah, yeah, that we love to see. So I pulled the numbers uh, after you spoke about this, Dennis, uh, before the show. Um, 
our current cap space going into next season, minus Matt Green, who's either one, according to John Hovind, is either going to retire and we're going to gain that two and a half million, or he's going to go on long term IR for the next season and we're going to gain that two and a half million. Yep. Fifty-eight million, four hundred thirty-two thousand dollars, and the cap space currently, or the cap, sorry, the salary cap is currently at seventy-three million. It's probably going to go up to seventy-five, so that gives us plenty of room to sign both of those guys. Yeah, plenty of room. They're still restricted free agents. Exactly. So there's, I mean, someone's probably going to offer them a boatload of money <clears throat> that the Kings will have to match. I really don't think so. I, I, I think being on this team who is not known for their offense, hurts their stock. And I think that helps us immensely. But if we know it, other GMs know it. But look who else is going to be on the market, too. I mean, I don't think that you're looking at Pearson over... You do have, like, half the capital scene that's going on. Over Oshie, you know, over Ovechkin. Yeah. Ovechkin is not. Ovechkin is not going anywhere. Oh, he's not? Yeah. He's got, like, five more years. Oh, I thought he was up this year. Oshie's up. Oshie's up, yeah. Oh, yeah, and and that's the big one. Justin Williams is up. Justin Williams, Oshie. There's plenty of people that are going to be up that that I think people are more – not that they're more interested in. They're just bigger names. Last year names. Yeah. Uh, The guy from the Islanders is up. What's his name? Um, Tavares? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's up. Yeah. So – Wow. Captain. Yeah. So that's, I mean, the, those are big names that are coming out that are going to be available. I think they might go kind of by the wayside. I think we get them for at or under $10 million. Well, they could, they could also Total. sign, not even look at other offers and just sign. Yeah. So it's, no, it's that's also true. a possibility. I, I don't think And Toffoli here's goes. the thing is, is Toffoli, he just got engaged. Congratulations, Tyler. Congratulations. Hey, clap it up. A moment. Um, I'm... I'm almost positive his his girlfriend works for the Dodgers. That's true. He has yes. a Yorkie. I'm pretty sure. I I would know this. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Name Dodger. Stalker. Yeah, well, uh, he's not going anywhere, man. No. And Pearson's not going to go out on his own. Like 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 they're buds. Like they're fathered literally by Jeff Carter. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> they're just not. I I, I wouldn't. No, seen, I agree. I agree. I would not be surprised if they signed for nine point five million combined. I I heard that they could sign one of them to a deal and then arbitrate the other. That that's still an oh, option. Really? Yeah, so go to arbitration, and whatever the arbitrator comes up with, they they deal with. So that that's another oh. way to keep them both. I think it was your your buddy Bernstein that said that. So it's it's just that's one one direction that they can go. Let's make predictions, guys. On Uh-oh. on how much we're signing them for. In fact, I propose a bet. I don't mm. even know. I love bets. So we're going combined. Um, I'm gonna say nine point seven five million. Loser furthest away from the total has to shotgun a beer on the show after they both sign. What if they don't sign? Then the person closest. I don't know. <laughs> then we all shotgun bears. We're all saying they sign. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With a, so. <clears throat> nine, seven, five is my number. Without going over. It's not prices right rules. I'm. We're setting it out. Uh, you say $1, I will murder you. <laughs> <laughs> Let Dennis go above you and I'll say $1. <laughs> <laughs> nine, seven, five. James, go. It's all going to be right around the same number, so... <laughs> I know we're all sitting at ten, mi- ten mil. You ten mil? So I'm going nine five. Going nine six. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Where's no nine seven six for me. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> That's it. We close the bet. <laughs> Sounds like it's Price is Right rules anyway. So. Let <laughs> <laughs> me revise mine to one dollar, please. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. So officially, I'm 975. James is a dick at 976. And Dennis is reasonable at 9.5 million. There we go. Yep. Combined. Combined. Per year. You hate me already, so it works out. Are we, is this, uh, is this annual, the fire. Is this like average, yearly average? Yeah, yeah. Like they, they, they the like same thing like, you know, Kopitar is making $13 million this year, but. Yeah, they front load. Yeah. Okay. I will give you $10 million. I'll take $10 million. It's funny at 976, but I'll take $10 million. Okay. Perfect. I'd like to talk about balls now. Balls? <laughs> Didn't say onions. I said balls. Wait, are, are you talking about those uh, big baller brands, ZO2s? No, like $500 shoes. No. Yeah, only less than 300 people bought them. 
<laughs> 300 people bought them? Right. Yeah. Like, like, me? Let's talk about that. What the fuck is wrong with them? <laughs> it's the same people that went to the fire Festival in Bahamas. Like, I ripped off that Ja Rule. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's a shit show and a half. No, the balls I'm talking about are draft lottery balls. Oh! hey oh. How about the top three teams did not get the top three picks? How does that work? Bottom three teams did not get the top three picks. Well, yeah. So we got the 11th pick. We were favored for number 10. Yeah. And we dropped one. So, okay. We're good. Yeah, that's not bad. We're good. It's not terrible. So, But the Flyers came up. Oh, yeah, Yeah. they did. Uh, The Devils came up as well, too. Uh, I do have notables drafted at number 11 by the Kings, if you Uh, guys are interested. Kopitar? Uh, Mr. Anze Kopitar. Also, number 11. Weird. Love it. Uh, Bernier. Really? Yeah. Uh, Jeff Carter. Obviously not by the Kings. But Jeff Garter was drafted number 11th overall. Uh, Jerome McGinley, Dave Mason, Philip Forsberg, and Jack Campbell. Wow. All drafted at number 11. All pretty fucking good players. Yeah. So there's definitely some major value at 11. I wanted to be interested to know who was like 10 and 12 in those two. But no, that's, that's awesome. I mean, that just shows that like in the right draft year. There's still talent. Which just may not be in the right draft here, but you know who's counting. That's Well, I, I think in any in any term, if you go back over the last five, six years, you're looking at the Kings picking up great players when they do. Yeah. Yeah. When they had yeah. the opportunity, we picked up great players. Um to Foley, Pearson, they've come out of drafts. Um now guys that we're you know, we're arguing over contracts for. Paul Ledoux was a, like a sixth round pick. Yeah, and he's you know the future of our defense probably or hopefully. Yeah. Well, not not every year is going to have a McDavid or a Matthews, and you know just one of those like completely team changing guys like they've been able to do. Well, I mean, so, last year's draft was just ridiculous. Just the amount of people that came out of last year's draft yeah. that are starting this year and had made impacts, but yeah. I've got a bonus. The last time we had the number 11th pick when we picked Anze Kopitar, number 72, Jonathan Quick. Oh! Something to uh, keep in mind. What is that, Dave? Who drafted him? So we drafted him. Was it Dave Taylor then, or was it Dean? In 2005, it definitely wasn't Dean. Dean. It was Dave Taylor. Yeah. Had to have been. Bonus for Dave. What's Dave up to? I don't know. Yeah, who knows? He's a good guy. Let's give him a call. On the phone right now is... (laughs) (laughs) That'd be awesome. Excuse me, Dave. Did you know that Jonathan Quick would have groin problems? (laughs) And that would be very contagious? (laughs) Speaking Speaking of that guy. Yeah. Should we we go on to that? right into what I have next, which is... so uh, weird. The Ontario Reign... Got eliminated by the San Diego Bitch Pigeons, as Christian Allen likes to call them, uh, yep. the goals. Who uh, I don't think they got eliminated by that so much as Zach Cuff's weak groin. Well, okay. So I don't know the full story. Who, who knows the full story? Okay. So Jack Campbell had a knee injury, I believe, uh, coming out of game four. Correct. Um, in the AHL, it's five-game series. And so going into game five... We were feeling very confident that we were going to win that game, and we had to start Jeff Zadkoff, former NHL goalie Jeff Zadkoff. And what happens to Jeff Zadkoff during warm-ups? Groin injury. Groin injury. How fitting. He so badly did not want to lose that game, he got a <laughs> groin injury. How many games did he win in the AHL? Like zero? No, I have fucking no clue. <laughs> I know it wasn't many. <laughs> no. Um, and then, so we have to call in our emergency third stringer, who I've never heard of before. And he comes in and plays admirably for a third stringer. You know, he's arguably maybe, you know, an OHL goalie. He was no Buddha, but. No, nope, well, it's true. And uh, <laughs> and then Jack Campbell has to come back in the third period to try and save the game. And unfortunately, we lost that. Yeah, 4-1. Horrible loss. Uh, Giving up four goals, though, for an emergency call-up. Dude, that's pretty strong. Yeah, not bad. Good for him. Mm. Whatever your name is. Sir. Eh. You don't think so? Mm. I mean, this guy was probably He's not playing taking at, phone calls for a for I mean, new this contract. This guy was probably from playing at the rinks, you know, the night before in a beer league or something like that. I don't know. I have no idea. 
against the Gulls, I mean. Which it, it makes it hurt the most is that's the Ducks. Yeah. Affiliate. Yep. Ouch. Yeah, I'd like I'd like a rematch with a healthy Campbell. See how it yeah. really plays out. It it it's kind of a it's kind of a gut punch to take a loss that way. Yeah, it seemed like a I, I obviously couldn't watch it. I wasn't gonna pay the three hundred bucks it took to watch the AHL playoffs, but uh it seemed like it was a close series. Like a really good series. Yeah. 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 Until that happens. And it just that it sucks. It's, it's one of those things where it's just like we didn't we didn't lose that game. We just didn't have a chance. Yeah. From yeah. From the beginning. Which we had no chance of winning. But can we talk about something real quick? So the ducks are a duck is like the least like intimidating animal there is. Mm-hmm. Right? Daffy Duck shoots his face off all the time. Yeah, idiot, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was probably in a game seven when he did. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, and they're followed by their affiliate, the Gulls. Only good for shitting on your cars. Yeah. Like, what? what is this team doing? Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> like don't necessarily stick to that theme. Like, like, maybe, like, go with, like, a hawk or, like, an eagle right. or something fierce with talons. Talons. Not something with webbed feet. Why not just the talons? <laughs> San Diego Talons. <laughs> Sounds rough. <laughs> I would lose a they, game five to a team called the Talons. They could have gone like, with the, the Golden you, Seals again. Like, you know what would be better is like the San Diego California Burritos. Like, I would get that, you know? Right, right. <laughs> Everybody loves French fries and their burritos. <laughs> but they go with the goals. I don't know. That's all I got on that. Yeah, no, I, I backed that. Good enough. Good enough. So... Should we move on to the playoffs? Yeah, regular playoffs. NHL playoffs. Real playoffs. Real playoffs. Now that the rain are out, the NHL doesn't matter anymore. So. Yep. And um, actually, the Monarchs are still in it. Yeah, that's good. No one's paying attention to that. Yeah, but they, they advanced. Yeah. Woo. Anyways, I think some of us have to apologize for our shitty predictions. I'm not apologizing for shit. Nope. Okay. Nope. I'm going to say fuck Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> I think they let down 98 percent of the NHL fans. So yeah, uh, yeah, Nashville literally destroyed 98 percent of the the brackets on on the, the website. I, said, and I think the two percent uh, are all from Nashville. I think I said yeah. if you're not a if you're not from Nashville or a Carrie Underwood fan, then you probably didn't have Nashville moving on. What no. about what about a Carrie Underwood's legs fan? No, you still would have gone with Chicago at that. point. Okay. All right. Because you like pizza more than her legs. That's why I picked Chicago. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you're wearing a Chicago hat tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like he knows and he just loves the attention. Uh, <laughs> it's so a, It's a nice hat. Nobody know Like so many people even called Chicago to win this yeah, year. Yeah, I was one of them. When you're looking at the brackets on you NHL.com. Look, yeah, you look at the, the brackets in our little group. There's It's mostly Chicago and Capitals. Yeah. So the Capitals are Caps are still in three three right now. Game seven, game they seven. History. And you know what, Mister Game Seven? That's weird. Hey, what jersey are you wearing, James? Justin Williams. Oh. Number fourteen. Looking forward to seeing you back next year, buddy. It's safe to say uh, <laughs> James is rooting for the Caps. Yeah, absolutely. I, I so back to apologize, and I would like to apologize. I was talking shit. I've read some articles before the playoffs began that say everybody watch out for the Predators. I said, "Fuck you, the Predators are not that good. We beat them. <laughs> we Every we time. swept them. I think. Yeah. yeah, we did. Why can't uh, the Blackhawks win? And I called that game in five for the Blackhawks. I'd like to apologize. Anybody that took my advice, I know nobody did, but I'd like to apologize anyways. Um, this is rare to say, but I actually agreed with you, Blackhawks in five. Uh, that normally doesn't happen between us, but uh, everybody called Blackhawks. I think I had Blackhawks in five, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was out of nowhere. And Pecorini is like 98% right now, so that he's like playing ridiculous hockey. I'll show you my Pecorini. <laughs> wow. There it is. <laughs> there it is. And he's back. Put it away. <laughs> it just doesn't translate to a podcast. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So we have Washington, we all think, is going to win game seven. Well, just just because Justin Williams is on the team, right? Well, and they're, I, I happen to win the Stanley Cup, so I kind of want to see him win. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want to see him win game I, seven. I think I, have them, I think I have them in the finals, but I had Chicago winning, so I'm fucked anyway. Uh, 
Well, at least you get points for getting them to move on. Exactly, so, yeah. right? You need those points. So yeah. you'll I'll count you down too. But let's be real. Whoever wins that series, whether it's Penguins or Capitals, and whoever wins the other series, Senators or Rangers, there's no way that team's going to beat whoever wins between the Pens and the Caps. There's no way. No, no. They're, they're, they're just not on the, they're just not the same team. One of those team. two teams wins. Yeah. The Pens and the Caps are, I mean, even though the Pens have taken a, taken a little nosedive in the last two games, I think game seven is going to be on fire. It's going to come down to last minutes. That's going to be a must-watch game. You're, you have to watch oh, that absolutely. because it's going to be the most exciting game this year. You think? I'll, I'll call that right now. Game seven, Washington Penns, most exciting game. I think okay. the most exciting game for me is going to be that game seven with the Ducks and Oilers. Yep. Just because I'm going to be so excited to watch them lose again yep. at home in game seven. Okay, I don't yep. think the game itself is not going to be that exciting. But the outcome of the Oilers just serving up I, the fifth game seven loss. I care so much more about that. It is more exciting for me, and I don't give a shit. I actually <laughs> disagree because I think that's going to also be a great game. Because, I think it is. Because it's going to be scrappy as hell. The Ducks literally just got shit on yeah. seven to one. Seven to one. Yeah. Five of those goals were in the first period. The game was over with five minutes left in the first period. It was over. Well, they should have pulled Gibson in like the second period and like try to make a comeback. They did. <laughs> and put Bernier in. <laughs> You know what I mean. Who only let up two goals? But Gibson, I I think Gibson gave up three goals out of six shots. Yeah, it was just something ridiculous. It was like that. ridiculous. That's like, very you know, Jeff Zadkoff of him. That's a, <laughs> you should have faked the groin injury, Gibson. Yeah. So I do have family in Pittsburgh, so um, I'm a little ashamed <laughs> that I called them like losing in the second round, but. You know, it's Washington. I think it's their year. It's family. It's what they're there for. You get to talk shit. Yeah, I know, but I, I secretly uh, hate Crosby, but do like the Penguins. I and, like, and Kessel, too. I like, I like Malkin. I like Kessel. Yeah. Just don't like but, Crosby. But yeah, it's going to be an exciting night, Wednesday night, to watch hockey. Um, might might be my favorite night of the- Both games are on Wednesday, Because right? we got both games, yeah. Yeah. That's going to start at 4.30 Pacific Standard Time, Kings fans. <laughs> oh, let her say. Yay. Other people are playing playoff hockey. Also, if you guys are interested, I'll be golfing that day. Um <laughs> You're really pushing this golf thing. I just want to see Justin Williams do well so we can see what he's gonna do for us next year. I'm sticking to it. You really want him back? I do want him back. Why well, okay, so sell me. Mr. Salesman. Justin Williams. What? Some, you need to why? be sold on Justin Williams? The energy me. he Humor brings me. to a team. That's all you got? That's all I need. <laughs> Justin Williams is a great guy. Have you seen some of the posts he's put up? Guy's, guy's a good, he's a good teammate. He brings good energy to the team. I I think he's, he's a driving force um, when he's on the ice. On average, 40 to 50 points a season. Did he do that with the Kings? Yes, he did, actually. Okay. For the uh, 2014, uh, 2015 season, 2013, 2014 season. Uh, do I need to go on? 2011, 2012, almost 60 points. 22 goals, 37 assists. All right. Better than almost the entire team. <laughs> True. <laughs> Other than Carter. You take Carter out and he's the top scoring man on the team. Ouch. Yeah. Well, because according to your prediction, 30 or uh, three people are going to get 30 goals, right? If he was on the Kings, he would have got 30. <laughs> He's one of my three <laughs> for next that year. Weird. So is Jerome Ginla, but I mean. <laughs> right. Just <laughs> because he was on a pace. By the way, can we move past that? Like, Jerome Ginla's not coming back. Yeah, right. I have not heard he one He actually beat. bought a house like 15 minutes from uh, the stadium in Boston. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, like two or three weeks ago. So writing's on the wall, unfortunately. Boston's not going to do anything with them. So farewell. Thanks for being on the team. We right. appreciate everything that, that you did for us while you were here. But It'd be interesting. See what happens. If probably just going to retire. He, yeah. yeah. And he, he brought a lot of energy. So he yeah, did what sure. he needed to do when he and came in. grit. He uh, definitely brought more than Lucic. Mm. I don't know. You've watched Lucic in the, the playoffs right He's now. He's on fire right on now. I'm so fire. pissed because yeah. that's what we expected to get. Yeah, yeah, he he found an extra gear with Edmonton. Apparently, all we had to do was overpay him. <laughs> exactly. Dollars are motivating. Or put him with teenagers to... <laughs> yeah, you got to protect the kids. Exactly. Jesus. 
He got jumped. Who was a maroon? Or not maroon. Uh, Manson freaking just like jumped him from behind. Oh yeah, it was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Going back to the Williams thing, if they were to bring him back, I'd like it just for the the veteran presence. Like he's a locker room guy, so I, right. I think he's you know going to help teach the kids how to win. Yeah. So I'd I'd be okay with it. I think it's energy we need right now. Can I'd, t- I'd be absolutely okay with it. Can you teach Kopitar how to be a captain? No. Oh, okay. No, but he, I, uh, for one, I've never been a Getzloff guy. Don't like Getzloff, but after watching him in the playoffs this year, Kopitar needs to be taking notes. I've always thought Getzloff has been like a, a lighter version of Kopitar, but Kopitar needs to learn some, some shit from him because he is a beast this year. That's and that's sad. like coming by, from me. I fucking hate the Ducks. By lighter, do you mean less hair? Well, that's going to help. Okay. Well, Getzloff, Getzloff. He was a punk kid, but he's a he's a good hockey player now. He's like, always he's always been a good hockey player. Like don't get me wrong, he's never been shitty. But he's a he's punk a, as a kid though. If you watch his documentary, he was a he was a shit ass. But no, now I now I think he's he's a great guy. He's, um he's just playing for the wrong team. I just I just look at what he's, he's doing on Perry. the ice. Yeah. Yeah. What he's doing on the ice, just being the captain out there. He's he's being a captain. Yeah. And it's something that Kopitar needs to do. He's finding the extra gear. He's protecting his guys. He's letting people know that shit ain't cool. Corey Perry should take notes, too. Corey Perry just needs to fucking retire. Corey Perry needs proactive. Hey, see, he got kicked out of the game? Yeah. <laughs> For chirping at the bench? Oh, yep. did he really? Yep. Yeah. I missed that. like the last three minutes. Game misconduct. Uh, dude, Boom. They, they booted so many people from that game right there at the end. They popped Maroon out, and they popped Perry out for, for chirping. And uh, Luch went, too. Did he? Yeah, he might have gone well, because of was, five yeah. because of five minute major. He, he was uh, in that and it was fight. three minutes left. So, yeah, they 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 got like four or five guys off the ice in the last three minutes. Yeah. So was, but I love because I've been watching this series and Perry just continues to chirp at their bench, just boop, 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 yep. boop, 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 with nothing. And as soon yeah. as something starts, he runs off to his bench. But as soon, as soon as he gets over and they're waiting for a face off in front of the Edmonton bench, he's over there like talking shit the whole time. And uh, and finally, one of the refs just like, you know what? I'm tired of it. Get yeah. out. Good, good. Finally, someone so, oh, doesn't put up with this shit. God, for all of us Perry haters. And I redemption. hated the fact that he got the, the game-winning game goal winner, in yeah. time. Oh, my God. That hurt even more. What do you guys think about that tying goal? Uh it was oh with Kessler holding Tal- yeah. Talbot's oh that goal? The entire time? that goal that's yeah. bullshit. E- even goalies that have talked about this are saying that's bullshit. Call of Famer and- Grant Fuhr said that's goal like that's interference. That's goalie interference. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I- the fact that it went to Toronto and they called it a good goal that's concerning. Did they go to Toronto? I thought absolutely. they just pulled it because no. I saw them. They had the the they tablet on the ice. Okay. Absolutely, that is. Yes, yeah. Nurse was there leaning on him, but Kessler, I, yeah, Kessler, yes. made yeah, Kessler no was attempt, pad. no attempt. Who's he? Was holding his pad. It was he was he had his I arm between was, the pad and the yeah. and the leg, and he was pushing back. Absolutely, there, he made no attempt to get out of there. And even Ronick, Jeremy Ronick, called him out on it after the game. He said, "Oh, we're going to play the old whoever old player it was." Do you remember oh, you pushed me, and I'm guy? just not going to not going to move because you're holding me here. You're supposed to get out of the way. Right. And the fact that he grabbed his pad at any one point, that's interference. Yeah. yeah. For sure. If JR so, says it, you got you got to say yeah. Jesus. He said, remember when we paid him to talk shit on us? No, I would say remember yeah. when we paid him to um come to camp uh out of shape? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was cool. <laughs> then there's that too. Yeah. We paid him to talk shit about No, it was of- it was a bullshit call, especially knowing that it changes the outcome of the game. Yeah. Um you've got to pay attention to those calls, especially in Toronto. When it goes back and everybody has a chance to really look at it. Regardless of if it changed the outcome of the game, it was a bad call. And the fact that it went to review and they didn't get it right, and everybody knew it was right. It was in freaking Anaheim. And, like, the people there knew it was goal interference. Like, it was yeah. it was insane. Mm-hmm. It just didn't make sense. It's just, I don't know. I've been talking to a lot of people about this, and I'm still going to say whether or not that was a bad call. And I think it was a terrible call. The Oilers still lost that game. It shouldn't even. Yeah. It shouldn't have been a, even an You're opportunity right. to You're tie right. the game. Yeah. The fact that they were scored upon three times with the other, yeah, team's goalie pull is pretty bad, and we, and, and and they couldn't stuff one in the net. Yeah, and that, that the fact that it was 
within a goal for them to do that with three minutes left and you're up by three, I mean, you lost that game no matter what. So bullshit call. They still fell apart. Yeah. So we got a game seven. So um, I'm two game sevens. Well, we we don't we don't have a game seven. Hockey fans <laughs> have two game sevens. Yeah. On Wednesday. <laughs> Jesus, Jordan. I'm getting the death stare right now. Sorry, he's so upset about this. Yeah. It's it's the hate couch. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, no, I'll take that. I'll Here take that. Am. I'm just I'm laying down on it. You know, I'm just I'm just I would do what would you do it. right now to get a fifth game seven loss for Anaheim? What would you do? I don't think I need to do much. What would you <laughs> what would you sacrifice to see that happen? I'll give I'll give you one of my beers. It's not going to take much. <laughs> like a bag of Doritos, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I I wouldn't offer up my one of my kids, but I would find something close. <laughs> I'd let you take my truck for a while. <laughs> Just borrow it. Yeah. yeah. Don't scratch it. Don't, don't scratch it. You better have insurance. But I'm just saying, I want to see this. I want to see this loss. Um, for more Esh talking on our uh, local uh, Ducks fans. Oh yeah, Keith. Keith is gonna Keith. get shit on him. Yeah. Enrique. <laughs> Enrique. We got plenty of hangups to do, so <laughs> bring him on. I'm pretty sure Ben's like a pseudo Ducks fan just because it pisses us off. So just because every time we walk in the room, he starts quacking. Yeah, well, it's the only animal that he knows the noise for. So <laughs> very true. He's a little dull bunny. <laughs> <laughs> His fucking. But he up. knows sports. <laughs> His little fucking picking animal thing was broken. It just only went to the Ducks, and the Ducks says quack. <laughs> Well, he sounds like too. The duck says quack. I love a guy that knows sports but refuses to learn hockey or soccer. Oh. Well, t- let's be real. Shots fired. Let's be real. Soccer is just 90 minutes of jogging. It's true. They're more athletic than I am. Yeah, but it's very true. So we're a ping pong player. <laughs> <laughs> Once again. <laughs> and that's pretty exciting to watch. Yeah, All right. So before we start talking about badminton, I think we're going to get out of here. <laughs> I do have one announcement to make. Okay. Um, my wife and I will be welcoming in a new Kings fan into our life. Hell! Come October, just in time for the new season. All Did right. you say Justin? Oh. Oh. I, I can't name That's my brother's name, so I can't do that. <sighs> yeah. I did that's, like the Justin reference, though. Yeah. Williams, we're, we're pulling for you. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Jordan. Already, that is. I already bought him. It's a boy. His first jersey. Is it Williams jersey? Would you put on it? It's a Copernard jersey. Oh, yes. (laughs) Well, because that's my main jersey, and he's got to match me, right? There it is. Yeah. Now Liv's got a little quick jersey. Like, Yeah, there you go. Perfect. So um, we're very excited, the wife and I. Mrs. Heckman and I are very excited. As we are as well. Good. Yeah. Mrs. Mrs. Cowboy? Mrs. Cowboy? (laughs) (laughs) The junior regular. (laughs) Yeah, so um, come October, if you guys hear crying in the background of our podcast, I apologize in advance. I'm just kidding. I'm not a kid. Don't <laughs> He's worry. excited. He's excited. We're yes. all excited for you. Congratulations. Congrats, Thank buddy. You. Congrats. Yep. All right, so before we get out of here, what's the what's our bracket challenge looking like? LA Kings Fanatic has the lead right now with 63 points, although we will find out this week a lot more info. We're going to see some more points added to the board. So that will change. So keep an eye. Go to NHL.com. Look at the bracket challenge. Under your GIS King show, uh, the leaders from the team here is uh, James. Oh. Yours truly, wow. 53 mm. points. Yeah. Curious. Well. Um, who do you have going to the finals? Uh, I have the Caps. So come on, Justin Williams. Caps and? <laughs> uh, I have the Caps and Blackhawks. Uh, yeah. 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 That's not happening. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Nashville. Mm. But I do have Edmonton going to the finals. So that should happen. Conference finals? Same. I'm out. I'm I'm so done. I'm <laughs> blowing it up. So we'll see. Keep an eye on Twitter. We'll put up the uh once all the games are done for this round, we'll put up the uh who's in the lead. All right. All right. Well, good luck to everybody out there. Uh most of you are probably screwed over like I am, so we'll just drink beer together. And just a reminder. If you beat us, there's a prize involved. There is a prize. Good luck. Good luck. I'm hoping I get it.
If you beat us, you're included in that, James. Oh, damn it. No one told me if you're included. The prize does not count if you're an employee. Yeah. <laughs> damn it. Did right. you know that? Well, at least Jeff has a chance. There you go. <laughs> He's Shit. not even in it. Shit, so does Ben. He's not in it either. Yeah, he is. Is he? Is he in? I no, didn't see he didn't make it in time. Oh, <laughs> I was looking it up right now. James just said that like his wife says it. Is he in? <laughs> All right, that's it for us. We're going to be back soon to keep you updated with everything going on this offseason, so be sure to subscribe to the show. You can leave a review. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at G-I-S King Show. Tell all your friends about us. I'm sure they'd love to listen, too. Right? Right? Do yeah. it. Do it. All right, so check out the guys at the flagship show, uh, Guys in Short Sports Los Angeles. They do a great job over there keeping you updated on everything L.A. sports, except for the Kings, because... That's what we do. That's what we do. That's what we do. Also, a big shout out to Miss May on the LA Kings calendar. Who do we have? It's Elizabeth. Elizabeth. We've uh, turned the page and now leading us through uh, NHL playoffs is uh, Elizabeth. Is it weird that I wore that same bikini to the... You've already used that joke. Don't don't recycle it. You have a lot of bikinis. It got a good laugh last time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we're getting out of here. So... For James Whitlock, Cowboy Heckman, I am Dennis Wilson saying, Go Keys, go! Go Keys, go! Go Keys, go! Go, Keys, go. go, Keys, go.